Hi everyone, welcome back to the That Girl Guide. Today I'm doing my favorite type of episode, an advice column. I just love these. I think it's so fun getting to hear from all of you and just feeling like we're just with each other in conversation. They're so fun. Um, but hopefully, I don't know, I get to yours. If I don't get to yours, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll just do a part two because I feel so bad when I don't, I'm not able to answer everyone's. Especially because some of yours are so unique to you. And so maybe just DM me and I'll try and respond. Okay, but let's just, let's get started. I'll do what I can. So the first person said, I feel like I'm super unmotivated and a huge procrastinator. Advice on how to get a good routine. Thank you. Okay, so here's the thing. I think most of us aren't, or most of us are procrastinators. Most of us aren't just naturally super motivated and like wake up getting many things done. I've never was naturally that way and I've had to work to become better at just getting things done and not procrastinating because I feel like I'm an actual procrastinator too, but I think it's a very select few who aren't. I think majority of us are, so don't beat yourself up about it and realize that everyone who is having a routine and waking up and everything, they all were not probably naturally that way. They've all had to work to become that way and so let that give you just a little motivation and realizing, okay, yeah, you can become one. And so I think what helped me become more motivated and just, I don't know, like that girl who has a routine and stuff is habit stacking. And so what I mean by that is like, let's just say, yeah, in the morning I wake up and I say, okay, today I'm going to make, I'm going to make today a good day and I make my bed. And then I connect that habit with something else and it, and it changes like right now it's where I wake up I make my bed then I sit on top of my bed and I read my scriptures but I just realized that's better and works better for me than like still being in my bed half asleep so I wake up make it kind of will tidy up my room sometimes if it needs it and then I will start just reading my scriptures but it could be you put your shoes by your bed at night you wake up you make your bed you put your shoes on then you go work out stack your habits so they all kind of trigger everything. And it can start with, yeah, the most simple thing of like putting your shoes by your bed or making your bed right when you wake up, because you can get yourself to just do that. Right. When you feel like you just want to lay in bed all day. Okay. Well just make your bed and then see if you just do a little bit at a time, you're going to want to start doing more, I guess. And so I don't know. And so making your bed is a great place to start, I think. And then I'd also say that waking up earlier, I used to be a very like more night person. I would just stay up so late at night because I feel like that's when I get all my ideas and that's when I do all my homework. And it was just like when I was focused and that's what some people are. And some people are more focused in the morning or in the afternoon. It's just kind of everyone has different brains. But what I've realized is I can push my night instead of my night being like 1am in the morning when I'm like super focused, I can make my night like 10am at night where I like sit down and I focus and do a lot of stuff. Because if I do that, then I can also wake up earlier. And when I wake up earlier, even though naturally I wasn't a morning person, I've now been able to make myself one where I wake up in the morning and I say, okay, today's going to be a good day. And I make my bed and I just feel a lot more motivated that way than just like, sleeping super late and then thinking, Oh, I'm just like so lame and such a loser. And I'm going to have so much to do. And this was such a waste of time. And now I'm, I've just wasted the whole day. I might as well stay in bed. And I just, 
I don't go down that rabbit hole and I stay more productive if I wake up earlier because waking up early immediately makes me feel like, oh yeah, I'm a motivated person, you know? So wake up early, find simple habits to do, stack them on top of each other. Also, I love like creating, yeah, just to-do lists because a lot of times you might have like, oh, you want to do this thing. You want to go shop and buy that person that you want to complete that assignment or fill out your resume. You just have like lots of things to do, but there isn't a definite timeline sometimes on them. And then all of a sudden, so maybe you said, oh, but you'll just like do them on Saturday, but you could do them anytime on Saturday. But then all of a sudden it's Saturday night and you realize you like didn't finish them. And that's why I just like to do a to-do list. So I wake up in the morning and I remember, okay, yes, I need to do all these things. So what's my brief? I'll kind of make a just rough outline of the rough timeline of it. Like, okay, at 8 a.m. I'll do this thing. And then like somewhere around 10, I'll do this thing. So I can have my order. So I just make sure I stay on track because sometimes just time slips. What is the phrase? Slips between your fingers? I don't know. Um, sorry. I'm like so tired right now. Um. And so anyways, sometimes just having a to-do list will make sure that nothing falls through the cracks and you're able to, yeah, stay on top of things. Okay. The next question is, what do you think is the most valuable advice you've ever been told or the number one piece of advice to become that girl XOXO? Hmm. Okay. So this podcast was all about becoming that girl which mainly when it boils down to it is confidence because confidence is kind of at the root of everything. I feel like if I want to do, if I want to go out there and actually do something, I need confidence to do it. I feel like, I mean, sometimes I, I fake it and whatever, but when I fake it, then that confidence starts to actually become true, but it's just hard to do things without confidence and Without confidence, you think, oh, I'm not good enough. And because I'm not good enough, I'll never be good enough. Like, I'm not going to be able to um, improve and get better. I don't even know where to start. Like, you just can beat yourself up and be so insecure about all the different things that it makes you want to just hide in your room and, like, not go talk to people and not go be social or not go chase that, like, broad dream that seems so far away or whatever. And I've realized that confidence is just, like, what has made it possible for me to be the person I am who like does accomplish things and does stay motivated and it has is that girl, you know? And so I think my advice, there's so much advice and confidence, but what's just coming to mind and I really do think has changed my life is the idea that we don't need self-confidence, we need God confidence. Because self-confidence isn't always going to be there. There are many times where I have doubted myself but I don't need to doubt God and I can remember that God is my creator and he wouldn't create me to be a person who isn't capable of things. Like he wants me to grow and learn and go out there and do things and just live a life where I am happy. And so even though hard things are going to happen or whatever, he's made it where I'm going to get through them. But I just need to remember that. I just need to remember that I have a divine potential and that he is my God, my heavenly father. And when I do that, I realize, okay, yeah, I didn't think I I could do it because I was lacking self-confidence. But you know what? God can do it. And he's on my side and he's answering my prayers. He's looking out for me. So he's going to help me do whatever it is that I need to do. And so I have confidence in God when I don't have confidence in myself. 
And so I rely on that and I no longer have to just rely on myself. And I also think just because just as I believe in God, I believe in Satan. And I think that Satan is going to try and make me insecure and put me down. Like and every intrusive thought, anxiety, everything, I place the blame on Satan now. I'm like, that's not me. I'm not those intrusive thoughts because I used to think those were me. I used to think myself, me telling myself, oh, you suck, whatever. I thought it was true. I thought those words were true, but they're not. And I uh, disassociated myself with them and said, no, I'm not those things that I'm telling myself I am. That's not me saying it though. So I don't need to beat myself up for thinking those things. That's just saying. And I put it on him and then it was 10 million times easier to fight it because I knew that's not even, I don't have to fight myself anymore. I can just fight Satan and I have God to help me. Um, because Satan really is going to try. That's his biggest tool because he doesn't want you to go out there and meet people and make people's days and smile. And he doesn't want you to go taste your dreams and become a strong, awesome person. And he doesn't want you to, um, stay strong through temptation. He doesn't want any of that. So he's going to make you insecure, make you think that you're not going to be able to do any of it, it, anything that it is that you want to do. And that's why he's the worst. And that's why you need to just rely on God and have God confidence. So I don't know. There's a lot of advice I've learned, but I think that was just the first thing that came to mind. Cause it probably, no, it definitely has, I think, yeah, changed my life the most and is the best advice. Okay. The next question is how to get over a breakup and to find yourself. Okay, so I love the idea of finding yourself, and that's why I did an episode on it, I don't know, like a month or so ago. So go listen to that one if you haven't. I love that one. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting, and I talk about this too, of how we're always our whole life, we're going to attach our, ourselves to things. We're going to attach ourselves to the people in our life, our environment, where we live, or we're going to college, your beliefs, your culture, like and it, it does, you know, kind of make up who you are in a lot of ways, but it can be hard when you attach yourself to things like, and I mean, it's natural when you start dating someone that becomes such a big part of your life and you see him every day and you do everything with him and whatever, or you play a sport every single day and your, your identity is that you're so good at that sport, whatever. And so then it can be hard when then you stop, when you lose that person, um, when that sport's no longer a part of your life and you just feel like, oh, wait, but then who am I? I was the person who was dating so-and-so. I was the person who played soccer. But I just think you really are so much more than all of the things that are around you. You really are just like who you are at your core of that you're a nice person and that you are a daughter or son of God or whatever. Or I don't know, you're just like the way that you are with, um, your friends and how you are thoughtful or patient, or maybe you just have like a really loud, fun laugh or it's like, I feel like you're those things and that's who you are and you aren't just the sport you play. And so when you do lose that, when you like, yeah, let's say you were so good at soccer and everyone knew you were so good at soccer and now you graduated and you don't longer, you no longer play anymore. So now you're looking for a new identity and you're feeling a little lost. And so my tip would to be to just try a million new things and realize that, yeah, you, you might not be good at them. You probably won't. And it's going to feel uncomfortable because you were like, Oh, but 
soccer was my identity because I was good at it. I was so good at soccer. That's why that's who I was. And now you're going to go try new things. Like maybe you go to a pottery class or you pick up a different new random sport or you experiment in your style or you watch a YouTube tutorial or yeah, you try new makeup or you bake a cake. I don't know. You start doing karaoke, random things. I don't care. But you try them and you realize you might be bad at them. You probably will, especially in the beginning. But you're still there. You're still living. You're still okay. You're, you're still a person. You didn't just disappear. And you detach yourself from soccer and realize that was never your identity. It never was. And it was never your identity just because you were good at it. Your identity doesn't have to be things that you're just good at. And so when it comes to the case of, yeah, a boyfriend... I think let yourself, don't beat yourself up because yeah, you were so used to being with that person all the time, but you really never were that person in your mind. Maybe started to be that way. Maybe your friends were so used to seeing you two together, but you never were that person. You never were just the boyfriend you were dating. I don't know. And so just like go do more things, new things, do things alone now, do all those things I just listed, but without him and you'll realize you're still okay. And it might be uncomfortable, but it's okay. Yeah. So, um, and, and then maybe also you'll realize like, oh yeah, I'm a person who's like bad at karaoke, but likes it anyways. And I'm a person who actually loves like doing pottery or like trying to make up or whatever. And it can just be fun. Like literally make it fun because it is. Okay. Next question says, I'm trying to get better at loving myself advice. Okay. So loving yourself is so important because like think about the most like depressed and like lots of times the most angry people are like, think of the movies of the bad guy. It's always the selfish money hungry guy who doesn't love anyone, but doesn't care about anyone but himself. Like it's always the people who don't care about anyone but themselves who are just like depressed or angry or the villain. And I do think that's true. And I think it's the people who love others that also love themselves the most. And so, yeah, I think one piece of advice that's coming to mind is like, you can love yourself by now going out to go serve other people and like kind of getting your mind outside of yourself. Because sometimes when I was so focused on myself is when I noticed all my flaws and I beat myself up. But it was when I just was like, okay, I'm feeling, I was being mean to myself, whatever. And the last thing I feel like doing is leaving my house and going to go drop off cookies at that person's house. But I'm going to do it anyways. And I did that. And I feel like then in a way you shouldn't just do things in hopes that people notice or whatever. And that's not what it was, but I, I would do that. And I got outside of myself and be like, you know what? I'm proud of myself for doing that. And I actually love that I did that. I love that I took the time to think about someone else besides myself. And I love that I pushed through like whatever I was feeling, anxiety or whatever. And I did it anyways. And it made me realize that I'm like a good person. And if you're a good person, it's a lot easier to love yourself. So, I mean, it still can be hard. Um, but yeah, so I think do that. But also at the same time. Make sure you don't ever get too overwhelmed with all the things of life and always looking out for other people. And if you need to take a second to just take a bath by yourself or journal, like, of course, do that. It's important, too. And it's all about balance and 
yeah, but just know that you should love yourself again, back to God, like God wants you to love yourself and, um, but he also wants you to love others. And I think that's why he asked us to love others. He like to love others as we love ourselves. Like that's literally what we're told to do. He wants us to do both. So yeah. Okay. The next person said, hi, Ellie. Love your podcast so much. Thank you. Love you so much. Thank you. I love you. Um, okay. She says, I need some advice on how to be a good friend to someone who is self-harming while trying to help them. Love you. Okay. Hmm, This is such a sad, just like hard question. And when it comes to like actually physically self to a friend, actually physically self-harming themselves or just friends who have habits or doing stuff that you just know is only hurting them. And it can be so sad. And, or when you've got, like, when your friend has an eating disorder, like, I've just noticed that, and I've, so I've been through the situation that you asked, and I felt like I, yeah, felt a little hopeless, and I didn't know exactly what it was that I was supposed to do, right? And I think in any situation like this, you'll always feel like, oh, was that the right thing that I did? I don't know exactly what to do, but if your intent intentions are pure if you really do want to help like it's always going to work out and I think you just asking this question shows that there's like love there and so whatever way you go about it where if you just like start hanging out with them a whole bunch more you don't even like tell them that you know or you don't even bring it up but you're just like okay we're gonna go see a movie okay we're gonna do this and you're just always kind of with them just showing them extra love then that can be really helpful I think Or if you do feel like it's best to talk about it with this person, then talk about it. Or if you do feel like it's best to tell someone, I I think if I think I would tell, yeah, you should tell someone if someone's harming themselves to the point where they're not safe, you should tell someone. I mean, if you're younger, like when I was in high school and I had to tell someone at one point and that's totally the thing you should do. You never want to have that, knowing that, know that thing, and then something happened. Um, and again, it, it's out of love, you telling someone. So tell someone if you need to. And yeah, I don't know. I just think be more of their friend. Keep being their friend and be patient with them because Sometimes when you are hurting yourself or whatever, they don't, they're hurting so much that if you were to be like, what are you doing? And like kind of get mad at them. It's only going to make it worse. And so I just like be really patient and yeah. Okay. Next person said, I like the guy my friend likes. What do I do? Mm, Okay. This depends on the type of situation. So like, did she like him first? And did she tell you, oh, I like him? And you were like, oh shoot, well, I like him too, but you didn't tell her. Had you been liking him and then, or like, so yeah, had she liked him, told you she liked him and then like a month or a couple weeks later or whatever, then you were like, wait, I like him too. Or is it that she told you she liked him And you were like, shoot, because you had been liking him all along. You just haven't said something or have, have you said that you like him, but you can just tell she likes him, but hasn't said something. It just like kind of depends. But I think if she, 
Okay. I think if she liked him first and she told you that she liked him, then I would like let that play out for a little bit. Okay. See if it's even going to go anywhere. If you've realized quickly, okay, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Then be honest. Honesty is always the best policy. If you've watched any Disney channel show, then you know that like trying to hide something and lies is never going to work out. So yeah, if I would definitely then just say, Hey, I know you like him and I'm not necessarily going to do anything about it or date him or anything because I know you like him, but I just felt weird. Like happy knowing this piece of information or <laughs> feeling this way, not telling you cause like you're my best friend and I want to tell you and I don't want to keep it from you. I just feel awkward about it. But obviously I always think girls before guys. And so I would always put that friendship over the guy. So I would, if I were you, I would say, yeah, but I'm like choosing you. I don't like him more than I like you. Like you're my friend. And so go like him if you want to like him. Like that's what I would say. Um, I'd always, I always prioritize the friendship over the guy. So yeah. But I mean, if she's, if she like kind of knew you liked him and then now she's like, well, I like him. Then that's where annoying. Then maybe you can go date the guy and you can leave that friend behind. I don't know. It just depends on the situation. Sorry. Okay. Next person says how to find what you like and not what other people like. Oh, and there's someone else next. So I'll just kind of combine these two who said other people's uh, opinions and not letting them change your perspective of yourself. Okay. So find what you like, by just like doing stuff that might even be weird, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I'm, these are going to be super stupid, not real examples, but maybe everyone's like obsessed with eating chocolate cake and so you're eating chocolate cake like everyone else and you're going to go eat vanilla cake, even though no one else is eating vanilla cake, but then maybe you realize you do like vanilla cake or maybe you realize, wait, I actually don't and not just because everyone else is eating chocolate cake but I actually don't like it everyone chose chocolate cake for a reason you know so just in everything like try new things kind of back to like the finding yourself thing of just try a whole bunch of things and maybe you'll like some maybe you'll hate some and like that's totally fine and I think the coolest people like in my high school were not the people who were doing like the typically cool stuff honestly it was the people who were just very unique and themselves that were the coolest, which of us, I think a little more unique to my high school, but that's how at least once you get into the real world, that's how it is. Like it's always the creatives and just the interesting people who are cool and everyone admires. And you're kind of, you're the trendsetter. Really? Those people are always the trendsetters. So just do what you want to do. Like there's no need to do just what everyone else is doing just because it's what everyone else is doing, you know? Um, and yeah, just the other people's opinions and not letting them change your perspective on yourself they're always going to be people who don't like you. Always. Think about all of you. I mean, just who asked these questions and you all seem to love me, which is so nice. But guess what? There's a lot of people who don't like me, actually. I don't know necessarily why, but like there's some people who have said mean things. Okay, not a lot. Okay, I want to clarify. It's not a lot. I'm a likable person because <laughs> like, I'm a nice person and people like nice people. But there's people who I know I've heard through the grapevine were talking bad about me or just like, judging me from distance, thought I was weird, whatever. And that's what everyone is. Even like the coolest people, all of like my best friends. I know that there's some people who like, don't 
necessarily like them and that just blows my mind because I'm obsessed with them but that's just like life there's you can't please everyone and you just have to constantly remind yourself that because it can be very tiring to try and please everyone and so yeah just don't don't let other people's opinions I mean I value I value my friends opinions my parents opinions and my sister's opinions because I love them and I know that they have my best interests at heart, but a lot of people don't have your best interests at heart. They don't. And they can be judgmental and they can be rude and they might not see all it is they have to offer. And honestly, sometimes the people who, like there was one girl who just like really, oh my gosh, should I just tell you guys a crazy story? And I, some of them might be listening to this. So this is just drama okay I really have had like no drama I can count my hand the amount of times I've had to go through drama because I really stay away from it and I think it's stupid and I try to be nice but there was a time where there was this group of people who at a party my junior year of high school it was just like these like seven or so kids they went around voting (laughs) to see if I would be let into their group Mind you, I didn't even want to be in this group, so I don't know why they were voting on that. I never was trying to be in this group of people. I just was nice to them, so maybe they thought I was, like, trying to get into the friend group. I don't know. But, yeah, I never really hung out with them because I knew that they were full of drama and they were always talking bad about one another. But I hear from one of the people who was there, they literally told me that they sat down and went around and said, who thinks Ellie Johnson should be in the friend group? And all but the one person who told me about this said I shouldn't be in the friend group and that they don't like me and they think I am annoying, whatever. So literally that happened, which is just so crazy. And I did, I really did not even care because I thought they were all, not that I thought they were all weird, but I just knew like, who would do that? If they were to, if they, if someone's going to do that, sit around and try and vote someone into their group and talk about about them, then they're weird. So I didn't care. But like that just goes to show that there's people who don't like me and there's going to be people who don't like you and you just can't care about it. You just got to let it roll off your back because it's your whole life and you that's going to happen and you can't just worry about it your whole life because then you're going to waste your whole life. So yeah, honestly, just laugh at it. I think that's like a hilarious story. Like that's just unreal that people did that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to be it for today, but I love y'all so much and I love reading through these and I hope you enjoyed. Feel free to DM me and maybe I'll do another one of these soon, but yeah, you guys are the best. Seriously. Okay. Bye.